0: It is good to see everyone on this warm, toasty night. uh, You are the brave ones. I think you get extra credit for coming out tonight. uh, So this may have been the uh, coldest Christmas Eve service we've ever had. Uh, For those of you who have been here before, you know what's coming uh, this will be, I've been here 20, this is my 26th Christmas Eve service, but uh, I was gone a few of them, so this is the, if I counted right, the 23rd telling of this story, and this story is called The Spirit of Christmas Presents. On Christmas morning, Jenny awoke to the smell of fresh homemade bread. For a moment, she did not know where she was. Her parents had to make an emergency visit to see her great aunt. So Jenny was spending Christmas morning with her best friend, Betsy McLean and her family. Jenny looked over and saw Betsy was still fast asleep on the other bed. Wake up, Betsy. It's Christmas, and something smells really good. They threw on their robes and ran downstairs. The rest of the McLeans, Jenny's parents, or Betsy's parents, older brothers, younger sisters, and her Grandpa Gil, were already in the kitchen eating the fresh, hot Christmas bread. When the bread had all been eaten, Grandpa stood up and said a prayer, thanking God for this special day. He concluded by saying, Rejoice and be glad. The Son of God became a man so that men... "'could become sons of God.'" And everyone said, "'Amen.'" And Jenny opened her eyes, but then quickly bowed her head again. All of the McLeans still had their heads lowered. Betsy grabbed Jenny's hand and gently pulled her over uh, to join in the chain they were forming. Grandpa was in front, weaving them through the kitchen and into the living room. He stopped in front of the fireplace where the stockings were hanging. When Jenny saw her stocking, she was a little disappointed because it didn't seem to be very full. Her disappointment grew as she reached her hand deeper and deeper into the stocking. Finally, down in the toe, she felt something, something hard and oily, a lump of coal. Her eyes began to well up with tears and her face got hot. Jenny had never gotten coal in her stocking before. How dare they give me coal, she cried on the inside. How mean. And then her mind flashed to the temper tantrum she threw the day before when her parents told her that she would have, they would have to be gone on Christmas morning. And a tear splashed onto her cheek as she remembered how nasty she had been to them. She knew they hadn't wanted to go off and leave her, but her great-aunt needed them. Maybe my parents left this for me because it is what I deserve, she thought. Only then did Jenny's eyes dart to Betsy's hand. She had coal too. Amazed, Jenny looked around and realized everyone had gotten coal, even Grandpa Gill. Jenny knew she deserved it, but Grandpa, why did he get coal? He was wonderful. Everybody loved him. Amen Corner this year. Jenny noticed that Grandpa's head was bowed as if he were ashamed. Then she saw everyone had their heads down and eyes closed. And Jenny realized they must be praying. But praying about what? The coal? And then Grandpa spoke. Have mercy on us, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out our transgressions. Wash away all our iniquity and cleanse us from our sin, for we know our transgressions and our sin is always before us. Against you and you only have we sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are provoked rightly when you speak and justified when you judge. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. After a brief silence, the McLeans responded in unison. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. For all your mercies, especially for the birth, death, and resurrection of your Son, we thank you. Oh, God. And they all opened their eyes and cheered, Merry Christmas. Jenny listened spellbound. She wished she knew the words. They were beautiful. And the little ones broke the silence and dashed into the living room where a star-topped Christmas tree stood over a mound of brightly wrapped presents. Betsy put her arm around Jenny and steered her over to a pile of presents. Here, Jenny, your parents left these for you. Jenny should have been ecstatic as she opened them. They contained everything she asked for, even the antique doll with the porcelain face that her mother said was far too expensive. But tears welled up in her eyes. All she could think about was the coal and how selfish and mean she had been to her parents. Grandpa Gil was sitting on the couch enjoying the flurry of activity, as grandpas are known to do, and Jenny carried over her doll to show him. It's beautiful, Jenny, but what's wrong? You look sad. I just don't understand, Grandpa Gil. What don't you understand, Jenny? The coal? And Jenny nodded. Well, Grandpa said, I wondered if maybe I should tell you about our family tradition, but I decided that you are a smart girl who would try to understand. I don't feel very smart, Jenny replied. I feel awful. You know, it would have been fair if my parents had left me just that, a lump of coal, instead of all these nice presents. But they didn't. Of course they didn't, Grandpa reassured her. They love you. And Besides, that's what Christmas is all about. We don't get what we deserve. We get grace, a gift of love. But what about you, Grandpa? Why did you get coal too? You don't deserve it. You're so kind to everybody, and you never do anything wrong. Just let that one soak in for a little while. Come now, Jenny, Grandpa laughed. Why, you make me sound as if I'm in heaven already. Please let me live a little longer. That one has new meaning this year, too. Of course, I got cold, and I deserve it every bit as much as you do. The reason we have these stockings is to remind us of what we really deserve, coal, not nice presents. Well, why do we get the presents then, Jenny asked. Well, if you remember, we don't get presents and the coal at the same time, and we don't say, sure, I deserve coal, but I think I'll go get my presents now. We get the coal, and then we pray, and we admit to God that we know we should get coal, and we tell him some of the things we've done to deserve it. And after we confess our sins, we ask him to forgive us and to help us not to sin anymore. And we thank him for sending Jesus into the world on Christmas Day. We thank him for loving us so much that he came to earth in order to die for us so that we wouldn't get what we deserve. Jenny thought for a few minutes then said, I know that I deserve the coal from my parents today, but I never thought about what I deserve from God. Grandpa, would you write down for me that prayer you all said? I would like to remember it. Grandpa smiled. Do you have a Bible, Jenny? Sure. You mean that was from the Bible? It sounded like you were just talking to God. Well, we were just talking to God, Jenny, but someone said it to God first, and God made sure it got written down so other people could say it too. And just then, Betsy came running over. Go ahead, Jenny, Grumpa said. Later, I'll show you where that prayer is. And Betsy admired Jenny's new doll and showed Jenny her new sled. They decided to go sledding that afternoon. But then Jenny remembered, Well, I can't go this afternoon. We're having Christmas at my house when my parents get back. And she thought for a moment and then asked, Betsy, do you think I could take my piece of coal home with me? Sure, Betsy said. I guess if you want it. But why? Well... What I thought was the worst Christmas present I have ever gotten has made this a great Christmas. And I can't wait to tell my parents all about it because that is the spirit of Christmas presents. Merry Christmas and amen.